0: Hello and welcome to this broadcast one more time and we're glad that you have decided to listen again I want to remind you that uh, last time we were together, I shared with you about the two things that's going to keep you from having an identity crisis and I told you that uh, next time I will tell you about a third one I wonder how many of you can tell me what are the first two I am sure you'll pass the test انا let me remind those who could not remember first It is by investing yourself in the life of others. Secondly, of being a soldier enlisted in God's army. And today I want to talk to you about the third test of identity. And it is this. Whether you are an athlete who's willing to play by the rules. If you look at verse 5 of the second epistle to Timothy in chapter 2 it says this and also if anyone competes as an athlete he does not win the prize unless he competes according to the rule in the ancient Greek world القديم, the winning athlete receive crowns of uh, an evergreen wreath but it doesn't matter if the athlete wins or not, he will not receive that wreath if he did not play according to the rules. The motto of these Greek uh, games was something like this. No rules, no wreath. And the Apostle Paul is saying to us as believers in Jesus Christ that we are in a race. We are playing for keeps. We are playing according to God's rules. We are not to play according to the rules of the new morality. We do not play according to the rules of the rewritten Bible. We do not play according to the rules that if it feels good, do it. We don't play according to the rules. Of modern standards. No, not at all. The modern thought is this. Because I'm a Christian. I can do whatever I want. And God will always forgive me. This is not the rules of the scripture. You cannot run the Christian race according to that rule. You cannot win if your rule is I do what I want when I want it and how I want it. No. Crowns are given on the grounds of faithfulness to keeping the rules. So, this is the identity of the athlete. Then there is a fourth identity. Paul tells us that a Christian is to be like the hard working farmer. Let us review again. The first test was. Are you willing to invest your faith in others? The second test was. Are you willing to be a soldier on active duty? The third test was, are you willing to run the race according to God's rules? And now here is the fourth test. Are you willing to be a hard-working farmer? Verse 6, the farmer who labors must be the first to partake of the first fruit. Farmers are among the hardest working people I know. Farmers had to work in their land all the time. Whether the soil is good or bad. Whether the weather is good or bad. Farmers cannot afford the luxury of sitting back and refusing to work. They can't just say, well, I don't feel like planting this year. لا يمكن ان يكون الواحد منهم في حالة يقول فيها لنفسه انا لا اريد ان احرث في هذا العام or, not led to do any harvesting this season او انا لا اريد ان اقوم باي حصاد في هذا الفصل أو i not up to the soil this time around. او انا لن اقوم بحرث الارض في هذه المرة. And that is why lazy people never make good farmers. The book of Proverbs chapter 10 tells us something about lazy farmers. It says the following. The lazy farmer loses his harvest. Either because he is asleep when he ought to be reaping or because he is too lazy to plow the fields. Or because he has allowed his fields to become overgrown with nettles and thorns. And that is why Paul said in verse 6 that the hard working farmer deserves the first fruits of his labor. What are some of these first fruits in the Christian's labor? Holiness is the first fruit of a Christian's perseverance and labor. If you are not growing in holiness, it is because you have neglected to cultivate the fields of your character. Whatever you sow, you will reap. And if you don't till the soil, the soil of your life and your character, and plant the word of God in it, you will only harvest thistles and thorns and grief. Please listen very carefully. If you are going to win others to Jesus Christ, للمسيح, it will only happen as a result of hard work plowing الحرث, and planting والزرع, and praying والصلاة, and even weeping and watering the ground with your tears there will be no return on your investment until you invest in the life of others. There will be no victory for a soldier who does not fight to win. There will be no wreath for the athlete unless he plays according to the rules. And there will be no harvest for the farmer unless he toils at his farming. In verse 7, Paul gives us the balance. That enforces our Christian identity. Reflect on the word of God. And the Holy Spirit will grant you understanding in everything. The Christian not only is to read his Bible. And But he must apply it. Even the difficult passages. The Holy Spirit will make it clear if you truly ask him. The apostle tells Timothy to remember Jesus. Verse 8. He said the following. Remember that Jesus Christ of the son of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Now if I was you sitting down listening to the radio I'm sure I'm asking myself A question like this How in the world can Timothy forget Jesus? How can a Christian forget Jesus? I'll tell you how First Human nature is extremely fickle we can get so busy doing even good things that we can forget Jesus we get ourselves in the middle of a problem or in the middle of a decision-making process and we automatically begin to think about these things. What are the ramifications of the problem? What are the implications of that problem? What are the, of what are the, consequences, of what are the consequences of that problem? And we begin to make decisions. Did we think of Jesus? It's the last thing you probably have in your mind. What does Jesus want? What is his will in the matter? What is glorifying to him in the matter? And that is why Paul is telling Timothy, remember Jesus. Because Jesus is the essence of the gospel. Jesus is the source of life. Jesus is part and parcel of every area of our life. And Paul is also telling Timothy to remember Jesus as an example he said he is the son of David that is his humanity he said to him he is resurrected from the dead that is his divinity remember when Jesus died on the cross he did not stay on the cross he was resurrected on the third day remember Gethsemane was followed by the resurrection and here as if Paul is saying to Timothy remember Jesus Timothy remember him when you are soldiering Remember him when you are striving as an athlete Remember him when you are working hard as a farmer Remember him as you are fighting and straining يسوع. وفي وفي and remember that the straining and the pain is only for a season. The time is coming, Timothy. When all of this will be no more. The time is coming, Timothy when tears will be no more. The time is coming, Timothy, when chains will be no more. There is a time that's coming, Timothy, when pain and suffering will be no more. Remember Jesus. And then Paul Begins to conclude this section here. And he concludes it by quoting a hymn. A hymn that uh, obviously was sung in the early church. And it goes like this. If we have died with Him, we shall live with Him. If we die to self, if we die to self-gratification, and if we die to self-centeredness, we will rise with Him in glory. If you persevere, if you stand up, if you stand your ground if you don't ever give up you will reign with Christ if we deny him he will also deny us Paul said this if we are faithless he is faithful he cannot deny himself. Now let me tell you about uh, something really bad that people like to think about this verse. They like to think the following. That I don't have to be faithful. God will always be faithful. Allah هو the دائما. But that's not what Paul is saying. He is saying that if we deny him, he will deny us. And if we are unfaithful to him, he will be faithful to his promises. He will be faithful to his threat to deny us in other words god can do all things consistent with being himself the only thing that god cannot do and he will not do is to deny himself Act contrary to himself. God remains forever himself. هو هو. God's faithfulness is manifested in his justice. Adlihi. God's faithfulness will be manifested in his love. You and I need to apply these tests to our lives. Am I willing to share my faith? Am I willing to be a soldier? Am I willing to run according to the rules? Am I willing to? Till the soil of my heart. If not, then you need to pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Lord Jesus, come and empower me. Empower me to be a faithful witness for Christ. Empower me to be a faithful soldier in Christ's army. Empower me to be an athlete on Christ's team. Empower me to be a good farmer in Christ's vineyard. Empower me to live for you. In Jesus' name. في اسم المسيح يسوع ايمان امين
1: الامين تفضل غايتنا وهدف حياتنا في ترنيمة طول السنين نعيش نمجد مش نشهد ونعلم تكريس قلوبنا يا ربدي تكريس قلوبنا يا ربدي يا رب من غير قمين بيتين في سترك وفرحانين وقيف في وعدك انت الامين انك حافظنا يا رب ليك سنين تعدي وفي كل لحظة بندرك انك اله امين ساعد تصفل غايتنا وهدف حياتنا في ترنمتنا طول السنين نعيش نمجد نشهد ونعلم تكريس قلوبنا يا رب ليك تكريس قلوبنا يا رب ليك يا رب بنور جميل نوصل ديارنا يا رب ليك سنين تعذي وفي كل لحظة إن إله أمين ساعة نشكر نفرح ونطلب سرعة مجيئة تعال أمين تفضل غايتنا وهدف حياتنا في نمتنا طول السنين نعيش نمجد مش هدو تكريس قلوبنا يا رب ليك تكريس قلوبنا يا رب وذا العذراء تحبل وتلد ابنا وتدعو اسمه يسوع لأنه يخلص شعبه من خطاياهم ويدعون اسمه عمانوئيل الذي تفسيره الله معنا شعبك يعلم بك عمانو ويتمسّب وعودا أنت كل ما مالينا وبدو أمورنا بجودة مهما اشتدت حرب عليه على روحه فينا إنك لينا ومينيك فينا غيرك انت يا